Jerry. Well, good morning. Um, is oh, good morning. Nice. You guys have obviously had an Easter holiday. It's been lively. So um, uh, it's it's really exciting and, and an honour to speak um, this morning here at the eleven o'clock service as we uh, we kickstart a uh, a new sermon series called Foundations. We may even have a, an image on the screen uh, to introduce. Um, so uh, over the next few weeks, we're going to be uh, exploring the amazing teaching of God himself, Jesus Christ, uh, on the Sermon on the Mount. Um, and taken from uh, from Matthew chapters 5, 6, and 7, this, this is really the biggest chunk of, um, in some of your Bibles, what are called red letters. Uh, these are the, the biggest chunk in Scripture where Jesus, God himself, is speaking directly to uh, those that have gathered around him, his new chosen disciples, and is speaking directly to us today. It's amazing that he goes back in our culture over 2,000 years on in Jesus' life and his death and his resurrection and his teaching. It's so much of our culture and so much of our laws that are still based on the foundations of what Jesus is saying in the Sermon on the Mount. And so what we're going to do is we're, we're going to, um, as a way of, uh, of introducing this new series called Foundations, and, and more than just an introduction, this morning is an invitation. It's an invitation for each one of us to actively participate in the next few weeks with hearing what Jesus is speaking to us today. And this morning, we're going to ask the question, what are the foundations that you are building your life on? And so to do that, we're going to jump to the end of his Sermon on the Mount, the greatest sermon ever told. And he finishes it with this powerful illustration, this powerful image of the foundation. So if you're able uh, to turn to Matthew chapter 7, there's Bibles on the side. Some of you may have your smartphones. We're going to jump straight into God's word. This is Jesus speaking directly to us. Chapter 7 of Matthew, starting at verse 24. So Jesus says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. For some of us, this may be a, a well-known parable, uh, a well-known story that Jesus says, and a, and a great image of, of the simplicity of Jesus inviting us to build the foundation on the rock, to build the foundation of our lives on himself, Jesus Christ, to build our lives on God, that he is the one that is saving, that he is the one that is steadfast, he is the one that brings us security. And what's really interesting is that this is an opportunity for Jesus. He's just been uh, in the wilderness for 40 days. He's been baptized by John. He's had this amazing encounter. The Holy Spirit has come down like a dove. God, in his affirmation, has called out, this is my son in whom I am well pleased. And this leads Jesus into the wilderness, into the desert for 40 days of no food whatsoever. And so out of this moment, out of this invitation to come, out of this strong foundation that Jesus knows that he is the one that God can trust, he begins to 
agape, this uh, chapter that we have here, this uh, quote, is beginning to preach, teach, speak about the kingdom of God. It's beginning to show signs and wonders and miracles. And people begin to gather this amazing crowd that is up on this huge mountaintop. And he begins to preach the kingdom of God. And what's interesting for us today is out of the wilderness, Jesus' first step isn't signs and wonders, isn't miracles, it's teach. But actually, for us today, we first need to change our ways before we can change God. We first need to change our ways, our foundations, our principles, before we can then move backwards to Jesus. We need to be secure and grounded on the foundation of things before we can be released to the mystery that God calls us to. The tallest building in the world currently is uh, the Khalifa in Dubai. It stands at 820 meters tall. It's this impressive, vast structure that can be seen from miles around. But what's interesting is the unseen aspect of the Khalifa. It stands at 820 meters, meters tall, but goes 60 meters deep. That 60 meters is full of this impressive steel framework. And then that framework is then filled with 110,000 tons of concrete. And it took them 18 months to build simply the foundations alone for a building like that. For us today, we first need to ensure that our foundation is solid before we can begin to build our lives on it. Jesus in this passage today is giving us this powerful image, this illustration, and is asking us the question, what are we building our lives upon? What are the foundations that we have that can make us, shake us, or break us? And so Jesus gives us these two illustrations, these two examples. The wise man who builds his house, his life on the rock. Stable, secure, steady, and the house holds on and is secure. And then he gives the alternative of the foolish man that builds his life on the sand. And what's interesting is um, our, our translation of the Bible actually alters the use of this word sand. When he says foolish, the original Greek is actually this word moros, which in English is, you might be able to guess the translation is, moron uh, or idiot. But actually, the foolish man, Jesus says, not just an idiot, he's actually being silly, it's a silly mistake. He's saying, you're an idiot. You're building your life on something that cannot hold to the shore. And for some of us, that might seem a bit extreme, but Jesus, I think, is showing us the, the intensity and the severity that we have to build our lives on a strong foundation, on the foundation of God, because that's what is Jesus Christ himself. And so for us, I'm sure that we can all understand and experience the storms that we have come and will come in our lives. This is a simple, simple point. But actually, for some of us, we need to know this moment that actually when God calls us to himself, when he calls us into relationship, he's not calling us into the beauty of heaven yet. Actually, Jesus is saying in this illustration that storms will come, that the house, your life, will at times be beaten. My lovely wife, Louise, has just been married for a month in Mozambique. Simply 
that I have describing me the effect that this crazy storm that hit and disrupted the mission. She, uh, she said that roads were simply torn apart, that roads with a few lengths of pavement and just one foundation could hold the storm that happened. Uh, there were, were trees, ginormous trees with their roots that had been completely uprooted and displaced from their position on the ground. When the storm hit, they were hit with harsh effects. Jesus explained to us that storms will hit our lives. But what I love in this passage is Jesus doesn't say, and then a storm came. He actually gives us some amazing details that we can take into our lives of what the storms look like. Firstly, he explains that the rains come down. The rains come down. For some of us, when storms hit our lives, often they are the unexpected circumstances that come along that we could never expect. Maybe it's a bill that needs to be paid that we're not really sure about yet. Maybe a car that's broken. Maybe there's a, a tumour or bad health. There are circumstances and storms that come unexpectedly. But then he also says that the streams and floods rise up. What I've noticed in my life is um, most of the time, the storms of my life don't come from an accident of a storm event. They actually come from the bad foundation that God has already given me. The bad foundations that I've built in my life. So it may be a word that's spoken. It may be a particular circumstance. It's not often the circumstance that that hits home. It's my thought processes and my identification with the Lord that then rises up. I'm sure loads of us have had those situations where something happens and you can almost feel that kind of ball of tension, that negative cloud rise, almost rising up into the surface. Jesus, I think, invites us that when those storms and those streams and those, those floods rise up, that what is the foundation that we're building our lives on? That is solid and true and that can help us endure the hardships. So the rains come down, the floods rise up, but then also the winds blow and beat against the houses, the direct blowing of the winds. And for me, I think really, when Jesus talks about the storm and the winds blowing at us, I think Jesus is talking about human nature. Human nature having a tendency So Jesus offers us uh, two alternatives of what we build our foundation on. Firstly, he suggests that the foolish men in Nora build their lives upon the sand. And um, uh, we, we've just seen a, a week's holiday in Wales. Uh, we played in the sunshine and spent the next few days in uh, a few days in true British style and comfortably on the beach in the rain. Uh, but what's really interesting, I'm sure we've all experienced this, when you're, when you're on the beach having your picnic, it doesn't matter if you've literally arrived and your lunchbox is high above your head as possible. As soon as you take that first bite, you're always going to get the crunch of sand. Sand has always got into that sandwich. And it's nothing worse if you've got children when, when they drop the sandwich on the sand. And you can just see the horrible moment where they pick it up and they put it in. You can just hear the slow crunch. Sand has a tendency to spread. It's not stable. It's not secure. Jesus is pointing out that for a lot of us, we build our lives and over the houses and our expectations on the sand. For some of us, that might be 
money. For some of us, that might be success, recognition, popularity, relationship, sex. I think for, for us uh, today, as we look ahead at next year, we, we have a, an epidemic of a talent migration across this city. Uh, some of us, we recognize it uh, in ourselves. Uh, some of us, we recognize it in our street agents that are used more and more. Social media has been kind of a foundation that, that, that many of us have had to hope to build and prepare for. Whereas actually social media isn't the foundation of our success. Social media is the foundation of our success. But Facebook is the foundation. What I say to people is Facebook is the foundation. We've built a house that is going to have a foundation for another house that will have a foundation. Too often I see God creating that house and putting it in order to have his foundation by digging deep, by digging deep to find treasure. Uh, in that culture, it's kind of expected that if you were to build a house in such a small place, you'd have to dig at least 30 meters deep to find a suitable place to build your house. But our Jesus invites us to dig to go deep and to dig to set a solid foundation. He digs deep. He searches deep. He is the digger. So what is it that we can do?
Let's just keep in practice as we see the week we wait. We've got to pray, for instance, with the people in the kingdom. If, if in any way you're feeling disconnected, you can't be disconnected from the work of Jesus, you're disconnected in a sense of just, just feeling like